So last week I was having a conversation with a client or a coach. A big umbrella would be definitely under life coaching, but they specialize in anxiety, uh, helping performers or helping managers or helping leaders through anxiety so they can not only be high performers themselves, but build high performance teams. That's to simplify things. And one big concern or question or issue that was coming up for them was that their clients weren't taking action. And they were taking it personally. Like they were questioning themselves as a coach. They were questioning themselves as a leader themselves. They were facing massive imposter syndrome. They were going through a big spectrum of emotions and fears and doubts and issues and challenges. And after some poking and prodding, we came up with some really cool things. And I wanted to share that with you today because I I know I've gone through this more than once. And if I've gone through it, and this gentleman's going through it, I'm guessing that probably all of us go through it. And I think this will really, really serve you if if your clients are getting results or if you're starting to feel like you're a savior to your clients or they're all starting to rely on you for the answers. They're all starting to become very needy. Maybe your clients aren't doing the work, hence they're not getting the results, and you're questioning this entire coaching thing. We're going to lay a lot to rest and move past this in today's episode. Enjoy. Welcome to the Coach's Corner Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you turn your knowledge, your gifts, and your story into an online coaching business. This podcast is and always will be free to listen to. My only ask is if you extract value from these episodes, simply subscribe on iTunes, leave us a review, and get automatically entered into winning $500 every single month. For more information on the giveaway or to explore all of the options we have on serving you, check out www.lucasrubix.com and I'll see you there. Alrighty, so there's going to be some truths that I'm going to share. And I actually did a post on this shortly after because I, I just, I knew how, how helpful this, just having this conversation in the open would be. And this goes both ways, by the way is if you're looking for a coach and you know to save you or even God to save you or anything outside of yourself to save you, you're either going to be wasting a lot of time, wasting a lot of money, or just wasting your energy and waiting for someone to save you. I, I really subscribe to the philosophy, to the idea that a coach or someone else or... God or the universe or source, their job is not to save us. They can open the door, they can help guide the way, but it's us, it's us that have to jump. It's us that have to have the willingness and the courage to take the next step. They can't do it for you, nor would I want them to. It would take away all the growth. It would take away the pleasure of actually doing it myself. Now, do I have a ton of support and a ton of coaches around me who, you know, basically hold up a mirror to me and show me my blind spots or push me or challenge me or, you know, show me a different way of doing something and I step into it? I have the courage to jump? Yes. Is it all me doing it? No, of course. I've got a ton of support. And that goes both ways for us, because I think as coaches, we're all 
probably in coaching programs or getting coaching ourselves, or and for our clients. God's not coming to save your clients. The universe isn't coming to save your clients. I totally believe the universe has our backs. It'll show us the way. If we actually listen, it'll guide the way, but we still need to jump. And your clients, if they start relying on you to save them, to have all the answers, to do the work for them, to be spoon-feeding them, to be answering every email and every freak-out at every whim, like, not only are they going to get reliant on you, which is not good for them, but it's also not good for you because now you have all these needy clients who are, and and yes, we can point the finger at them, but I, I know I went through this phase years ago where like all my clients were so needy and I was like, what is going on? What is going on? And I wanted to blame them so bad, but I knew I couldn't because everything starts and stops with me. So I had to look, how was I setting the relationship from the get go? How was the onboarding process? How was the you know, setting the boundaries. How was the expectations set? Was I doing any of that? I wasn't. And so they were setting their own expectations and they were emailing me on a Sunday night. They needed, you know, if they didn't do the work, I was like, oh, it's okay. We'll just extend things. Now I'm just like, hey, just a few weeks ago, we were working on a vision. Uh, like, like I, I'm big on vision so we could actually feel into the vision. And this client had the work to do and they said they're all good. No more questions, gave them all the tools. And they didn't complete the vision over the week, which is totally fine. Life happens. But if you think we're proceeding or if you think I'm going to extend things because of that, you crazy. I hold you to a higher standard and I have more belief in you. Now, I understand if something, you know, horrible happened and it derailed your life by two weeks. Absolutely. Let's put things on pause. But there's actually, like they admitted, there's no excuses. I just didn't do it. I didn't prioritize it. Okay, no problem. Let's spend another week on it. And if that bites into our coaching time, it bites into our coaching time. Set the expectation. And if, if if they would have a problem with that, it's not the right fit. If you're spoon-feeding your clients and you're not having the hard conversations and you're not setting the expectations and you're not letting them know, hey, here's what I need. Hey, here's where things are crossing the line. Hey, just to reiterate, this is how it works. Then you're, you're just doing yourself a disservice. You're doing your clients a disservice. You're doing your business a disservice. You're probably doing your family a disservice because that's going into your family life or your relationship. You're doing everything and everyone around you a massive disservice. And, and at the end of the day, I, I think we're, we're building a prison if we go in that direction. The remedy to this, the remedy is to really sit down. I mean, there's many tools we can use, but I, I really like journaling. And I like journaling past the first paragraph or two because usually that's where the, the real stuff starts coming out. And I'll have a client journal, like, what, what's your actual worth? What do you actually bring into the table? The more conviction and confidence we have in what it is we do, the less external forces are going to dissuade us or, you know, or, or have us lose faith in our own ability. And you have to be sold on yourself. You have to be sold on your ability. You have to be sold on, on yourself and what you bring to the table. And list, or at least I invite you to list all the reasons why you're an amazing coach, why you're a powerful coach, why you're a transform transformational coach, why you are doing this in the first place. And yeah, you want to get your clients results. Of course you do. We all do. 
I think about it all of the time, but you can only show them the door. You can only show your clients the door. They have to be willing to walk through it. Full stop truth. Like it's, 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 we can't, there's no debating it. Although I, I love a good debate about it. I've spent years, because this has come up many times for me too. I think it comes up for many people. And it's always a searching for the truth. Picking away all the pieces, searching for the truth. And if your clients are relying you on you to save them, your, your model and your, your, your business is fundamentally flawed. And we have to get to the root of that. Why are we allowing them to do that? Probably a self-worth thing on our end. Probably a confidence issue on our end. Probably a people-pleasing type thing on our end. And we need to get to the root of that. Switch that. Shift that. And then build the business around that. Build your service around that. Build your coaching around that. So much more powerful. You'll be so much more powerful. And your clients will have so much more respect for you. And when they do... What you say holds more power as well. You can help instill beliefs in your clients and you can help them believe in themselves because your words will be listened to more intently. You'll be able to be a leader and you'll have more conviction or power. I'm looking for the right word, but it, it's like when you go to see a healer and that healer is like world renowned. And so you just believe them. And when they touch you, you're healed. Less about what the healer did and more about what you believed about the healer. But if you came in and the healer was like, it was kind of like questionable and they were late and they were like all non-professional and then they were like, you know, something happened, whatever. And it was like, you had no like faith in them and then they touched you, you probably wouldn't heal. I think about it often because it's a big element and ingredient in having powerful transformations with your clients. Really hope that helps, or at least it helps start the conversation and starts the thought process so we can come to our own conclusions around this topic. At LucasRubics on Instagram and on Facebook, feel free to tag me with any questions, comments, concerns, leave a review on iTunes. That's actually really my only ask is leave a review on iTunes. And if, if something stood out, let me know. At Lucas Rubik's on Instagram or at Lucas Rubik's on Facebook. Come find me. Say hi. Share the episode with anyone you think it could serve. And with that said, truly, truly appreciate you. Check out www.lucasrubik's.com. We got a coaching program. It's called the Coaches University. It's a very holistic approach to building a coaching business. Not only are we working on the sales and the marketing side of things, which is absolutely important. But we're also working on beliefs. We're also working on the be, do, have. We're also working on the spiritual, soul set, heart set, mindset side of building a coaching business. And if you want to be challenged and pushed into becoming more powerful leaders, showing up more powerfully, more boldly, then feel free to apply for the Coaches University. That's at www.lucasrubix.com. You'll talk to Sarah or myself or a team member, and we'll definitely help guide you and show you what's up and, and see if it's a good fit and you can make your decision from there. So again, www.lucasrubix.com. Really, really, really appreciate you and we'll talk soon. All right, so as always, I just want to finish off the episode with saying thank you for listening. These episodes are 100% free and they're dedicated to helping you build your coaching business because there are clients out there 
just waiting for you to reach them. They're waiting for you to give them a result. So do not give up on your dream and never give up on your business. Again, these episodes are 100% free. All I ask in return is that you give it a thumbs up, you give it a like, you give it a little bit of love in the comments or the reviews, and you share it with one or two coaches who you know could use help building their coaching businesses. That's it. I'm done. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode.